0: Good morning, morning. welcome to morning prayers. Please stand as you are able to join in a responsive reading of Psalm number 38, found on page 19 of your Black Appleton Sauter book. O Lord, do not punish me in wrath, do not chastise me in fury.
1: For your Your arrows have struck me, your blows have fallen upon me.
0: There is no soundness in my flesh because of your rage, no wholeness in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have overwhelmed me, they are like a heavy burden, more than I can bear. My mind reels, my strength fails me, my eyes have lost their luster. My friends and companions stand
1: back from my afflictions. My enemies, stand far off.
0: Those who seek my life lay traps. Those who wish me harm speak malice. They utter deceit all the time. But I
1: am like a deaf man, unhearing. Like a dumb man, cannot see God.
0: Do not abandon me, O Lord. My God, be not far from me.
2: A reading from the Hindu tradition, the Ramayana of Valmiki, the Yudhakanda, or Book of War, chapter 127. Here, the poet describes the city of Ayodhya preparing to welcome back to their, their divine king Rama and his wife Sita after 14 long and treacherous years of exile. Let men of good conduct offer worship to their family deities, let them construct sanctuaries in the city with sweet, sweet smelling flowers and to the accompaniment of musical instruments. Let poets, well-versed in singing praises and ancient stories, all those proficient in the use of music, courtesans gathered together, queen mothers, ministers, soldiers and their wives, um, priests accompanied by warriors, leaders of the guilds of traders and artisans, as well as their full, full guild memberships, Come out to see the gorgeous, moonlike countenance of Rama. Let the holes in the streets to, leading to Ayodhya be repaired. Let the rough and uneven places be made smooth. Let the entire ground be sprinkled with water. Let others strew it with parched grains and flowers. Let the streets in Ayodhya, that most excellent city, be adorned with flags. Let the dwellings on the roadside be decorated at dawn. On the main royal highway let hundreds of men and women strew five fragrant colors and rows of garlands as well as flower petals. In the rich festival calendar of India and broader South Asia, this is the season of light, Dipavali or Diwali, commemorating in North India the return of righteous King Rama, said to be one half the great god Vishnu by the poet Valmiki, to his capital city after 14 long years of exile. Years filled with suffering, separation, pain, bloody battle, and eventual hard-worn triumph. Devout Hindus in northern India celebrate by lighting rows of clay lamps to light Rama's path back to his beloved city and its citizens, drawing him along through the darkness. In India, of course, no holiday season generates only one set of stories and meanings. In southern India, Dipavali celebrates the great god Krishna's vanquishing of an evil demon king. In western India, the festival marks the day that Lord Vishnu sent the demon king Bali to rule the netherworld. Yet Hindus alone do not claim this important season in the annual calendar. For India's Jain communities, Diwali marks the enlightenment of the great Jinnah Mahavira in roughly the 6th century BCE. And for six, it commemorates the sixth the Sikh gurus, Guru Hargobinds, released from imprisonment in the 17th century. Still others associate the holiday with Lakshmi, the goddess of wealth and prosperity, and Diwali marks the beginning of the new fiscal year. In eastern India, the festival celebrates Kali, the fierce great goddess who oversees all aspects of the universe and life, from creation and birth to destruction and death. What all of these many traditions and stories have in common is a single theme the victory of light over darkness, knowledge over ignorance, good over evil, care and compassion over neglect and abuse. For many Hindus, this Diwali season marks the, one of the god Krishna's most miraculous acts as when still a young boy, the shielding of his humble, cowherding friends and family from a torrential flood by lifting an enormous mountain with the crook of his little finger to act as a mammoth umbrella. Divine action, in other words, to shelter the poorest and most marginalized for many South Asians, the season of Diwali is also the season of siblings to honor each other, with sisters praying for the health and long life of their brothers. Here in the United States, and for those of us who grew up in a predominantly Christian setting, our own season of light is roughly a month away. Yet may we remember in this Diwali festival season that all human communities across wide swaths of time and space actively seek ways to bring light to the darkness, To forge human connection and to reject the forces that drive us apart, no matter what the language of the text, the form of the ritual practice, or the complexion of the good.
0: Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. And now please stand as you are able to join in singing heaven and earth and sea and air, hymn number 45, found in your crimson hymnal, hymn number 45. peace, rest, rule, and abide in each of your lives and mine from this day on until we meet again. Let the gathered people say
1: Amen.